You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, week two, payday. Mutt made it a little late for the second episode, but he is actually here. I can't uh, find my, my backpack. I haven't left my backpack at home in months, and I think I left my backpack at home. Or someone stole it out of my car at the gym. And, ooh, funny story before we start a gambling podcast. I love Thursdays now. I get to come here and record with you guys. I get to think about gambling all day on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like I get to pick, make my picks, go through all the research. What, you like hanging out with us? Yes, I like talking gambling with well with oh. Shime. Oh. And so thick I get to thieves. do Shime and I are thick as thieves. Get to do that on Thursday, come in early, go to the gym, come over here, then go to Encore. And then at Encore I get to play Keno, uh, oh, which I love to awesome. do. I oh, not a fun. lot, but as a fun little filler. Wait, you get like ten dollars, one dollar a game, it lasts a while. I'm a twenty dollars, two dollars a game, but yes, yeah, same That's thing. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, I get to have a lot of DraftKings action, the showdown slate for Thursday, I get to bet the Thursday night game, then I get to bet more on the weekend. So this like starts the weekend. I left my backpack with all my gambling stuff for the podcast at home and the show over at Encore. And I left my clothes uh, in the car when I went to the gym. So I had to come back out with just a jacket Oof. on. I, I thought, no big deal. I'll get dressed outside my car, looked around, got dressed outside my car, took the shirt, turned around. There's a woman two feet behind <laughs> me in her car watching me get dressed. Love that boy. show. You maybe, just put on. Maybe the, Thursday's not as good. Might have been the highlight of her day, Mutt. You never uh, know. I don't think so. It's a gambling podcast. <laughs> yes, no, it's a gambling podcast. I'm just saying. We're not saying, trying to get the blood flowing. Happy here. Thursday. Let's go. Let's go. Well, we have an open and coming up big week for the guys in their first week together as a trio. And we're going to recap it. We're going to do some more. We're going to do some futures coming up on Payday. Like I said, Mutt, you made it the second week in a row. You've now done more episodes of Payday than you did Eminem Investments. Not true. Eminem Investments is legit. <laughs> Check the numbers. <laughs> Check the numbers. Okay, we have done more episodes that's of the true. payday yes, than the Eminem that's investments. fair. As a group. So, uh, Mutt, now you, there is something, there's a difference here. There's me and Shime and there's you here in a way. Yeah. You're a homeowner. What do you mean? <laughs> You're a I am a, ho- a homeowner. Yes, I own a home. I have a mortgage. Any basketball hoops go through any cars today? No. Why? Big storm winds out there, Mutt. Did you know, station suffering some power outages. Yeah, if, the, if your podcast dies, like right now, our power went out. <laughs> There's like nobody here. It's nope. There's no power anywhere. We actually were it's fine. Hot. It's we were hot fine here. That was actually Mutt stabbing me in the back so he could take over hosting duties. <laughs> I was already asked by a couple executives, "Why is Anderson still hosting? Why aren't you Oof. hosting the podcast?" Even though in the, this John's in, the middle podcast. Of, in the middle of the podcast, I offered Mutt the ability to host it. And he yeah, said he just no. felt bad for you. But, you. but you saw the look on his face. Yeah, he was terrified. He was like a little kid He's saying, like, Don't do I, this. "I mean, I'll share this toy, I guess." Don't take away my kind lollipop. Of. I was a little sad about it. All right. Well, anyways, uh, before we get into our futures, quick little recap of uh, last week's pick, starting with the Mutt Man. I'm just going to take Seattle and lay the two points. Give me Houston, Atlanta over. Give me the under 41 and a half Charger Steelers. Hot, hot again. Holy smokes. And that Sunday night game was awesome. It landed on 41. It was 21 right nothing early. Dot. I'm like, damn it, I'm going to go 2-1 on one of these picks. I really like the under. And exactly what I said on the podcast would happen. These two slow-ass teams, even down 21 nothing, the Steelers were so, uh, the, the Chargers were slow as molasses. And it landed right on 41. I know a lot of friends of mine got it at 41 because it moved down on Sunday. We got it at 41.5. That's a 3-0 week. 4-1 on my show. 7-1 the last two weeks on Mud at Night. We are on fire. They should be running ads for us on the station. Right? They should. I don't yes. understand why they don't already. We, we winners, ma- winners, winners. If people are listening, we are making people money, especially yes. Mutt. This well, is insane. Are people listening? Do we know yet? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't been told. I've okay. seen a figure. A figure? All right. I've seen a I'll figure. 
I'm going to take the 49ers at the Rams this week. That's a good call. Give me the Dallas Cowboys laying seven in the Meadowlands. <laughs> the Lions plus four at Lambeau. Mm, that last one, we had a couple couple little beneficiaries on this show of uh, that little Lions-Packers. Uh, yes, that debacle. plus four was huge. I'm not going to lie. And you didn't even get my uh, best bet parlay in there, too, which also oh, hit. Because I took a nice pick from each one of us. That hit as well. That's tremendous. So I was technically three and one on the week, not even two and one. And then this is the patting on each other on the back segment that yeah, Mud alluded to last yes, week. Yes, this is where we just. Uh, but when we're killing it, we're allowed to pat each other on the back. It's going to be bad when we have an 0 and 9 week. When we have yes. a 2 and 8, we're going to make sure to point that out, correct? Oh, we're yes, just going to wash it over like the other podcast. Oh, no, we're going to run it into the ground. Because I, I have an 0 and 3 looming. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. Everything. We're about due. Water always finds its way. I've done too yep. well this season. We have. We have. It's we a group. Have. San Francisco plus three. You know what? We're making it the, uh, the college fund uh, lock of the week. It's good, pick. Carolina minus two and a half in London against the Buccaneers. I like them this week. Baltimore minus 11 and a half versus the Bengals. Mm. Now, I, I would like to air a grievance right now. Oh, God. Here we go. I feel that that L should go in the mutt column on the Ravens. Why? Because I feel I was bullied into that pick of the Ravens. All of my picks were taken. Therefore, you got you guys were all staring at me. I was under pressure, like Mutt said. Executives listening were probably like, what is this kid doing? Why is he sitting I, there? On. I can hear him sweating. I you, have a question I picked for you, the Matt. Ravens. When I said defer, or I said kick, he said, quote, defer multiple yes. times, correct? He did not want anywhere near the first pick. No, and so nope. it allowed Mutt to take his pick, and yep. so he did. You're blaming, boy, that is all-time like gambling. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always somebody else's fault when you lose. Like, I, I wanted that. I, you told me you liked that team, and I thought, well, then bet the team you want. You already you both picked hold on. Well, that's the, you I both didn't, picked, I didn't. Hold on, stop. You both picked San Francisco, oh, correct? Yep, so, okay. but I'm, but I'm saying you're complaining about a pick. You guys both picked San Fran, so we've set an, we established a line here. There's not a rule where everyone's got to pick different games. So you okay. can't blame me. Okay. I, yeah, I don't I think mean, that's on my. That's you. on you. You could have just taken Seattle. Now, something else about San Fran, I must point out. Now, I had my suspicions last week that they led the league in a certain advanced statistic called. Early down success rate. teased this on Dale and Keith, I by did. the way, for those of you who are wow. listening. I was, definitely, I was sat in my car the entire time waiting okay. for this payoff. Let's go. Spearheaded by uh, Warren Sharp of Sharp Football. Good guy. And so now this is not public info. You have to like pay to get this info, which I obviously don't do because it's expensive. I heard him on a podcast last week say that the 49ers are leading the league in early down success rate right now, which is only less core only correlates to wins less than turnovers it's 81 percent turnovers correlate to wins 80 percent success on early downs offense and defense correlates to wins 49 are leading the league in it number two the buffalo bills that's a lot of analytics yeah too mu- almost too much analytics yeah i would Mut- say too Mut- much Mutt's about <laughs> too to much analytics. Mutt's about well, when you said in the warren face. sharp these people are probably they're all subscribers to warren sharp stuff anyway uh, and i have right? i have one I, so. I have one other grievance to air yeah oh god so podcast community here Ryan Hannibal failed to credit me for a report last week. Oh, this is fair. This is a valid grievance. This is a very valid grievance. So I was in the Patriots locker room. I had the report from the Dale and Keefe Twitter account that Chase Winovich's uh, football that he hummed into the stands was retrieved. I reported that. Ryan Hannibal puts it in his story, doesn't credit me. That's a bad job by Hannibal. Is Well, there's still some leftover. You know what's going on here, right? This oh, is, yeah, he's just- so you guys are part of this off-day podcast. You're now on your own channel with already more subscribers than they have. Basically. And also Anderson used to do their social media, mm-hmm. and now he's not doing it anymore. So there's, I, you're getting yourself caught up in a bunch of different relationships here at the station, John. you got to be careful. Well, that didn't come from them. 
to be fair. It's putting your hand you in mean? too many cookie jars. They did not ask me to stop doing it. I, I, it was more of me telling uh, them I wasn't but I, doing I, it. As anymore. someone who does a show with both those guys now on Mud at Night, they're kind of happy you're not on them. Oh, no, no, I'm well aware. Especially Andy Hart. They're not, I can guarantee. Y- I am yes. well aware that they're He's very happy. He wakes up with a smile on his face every morning. It's curious how I stop doing it and suddenly they start doing stuff with it. It's like they could have been doing it the whole time if it was such an issue. <laughs> By the way, Mutt, some kind words for uh, Shime and I, or at least for Shime on uh, your show the other night. We thank I appreciate it. I have kind words for the entire show. You guys are weird, different guys, and, and, and Shime's funny, and you're territorial. That exactly. makes for a good perfect. podcast. That's kind of fair. All right, let's get, let's get into some futures here. So we're going to go over some of the uh, some of the futures right now, where the value is, uh, who we like for NFC winner, AFC winner, Super Bowl winner, based on this list in front of us, which comes from where? This comes from the William Hill Sportsbook. Nice. Good and friends the, down at Twin River. Sportsbook at Twin River. And I just I did this as an exercise. I mentioned this last week. Just to see it's three, third of the season, right? Is there anyone that we think is worth – if we had a couple bucks and we said we saw this line and saw these lines both for the Super Bowl and for the conference – is there anyone you want to bet on? I have one team in each conference that if 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 I had the extra funds to do so, uh, and I was offered these lines at Twin River this Sunday, I would bet them. I, so agree. I, I, I have one. In, I have one, one in each, each conference. Well. Go ahead. Mike. I'll defer to Mutt. Oh, I'll oh go first. God. In Seattle, uh, in the NFC, I like Seattle at six to one. I'm the same as you. So the, not only is the Russ Wilson MVP growing, but Chris Carson has become like their their bell cow running back. He had fumble issues a couple weeks ago. Uh, Will Disley's out for the year. I actually think it's going to help them because Wilson had been locked in on him for a while, and we talked about Tyler Lockett last week. He's a better guy to get locked in on. And defensively, uh, they're not great yet, but that home field is one of the better home fields in the NFL, so they get the benefit there. And I just think it's 6-1. to one. In a conference where, look, there are, uh, in the NFC, Saints, Niners, Seahawks, Packers, Vikings, Cowboys, Eagles, Bears are the top eight. They're all 11-1 or uh, lower. I could see any of those eight teams, honestly, and the Bears sort of a fringe look. But any of those eight representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Easily. So to me, it's wide open, and it's 6-1. to one. The Seahawks with their MVP candidate, Russ Wilson, I think they're a good bet in and the I, NFC. I think, I think with the injury to Will Disley, he even, you saw him target Jerron Brown in that uh, last game. Good point. And so he's going to start spreading the ball around more. DK Metcalf, extremely reliable for one big play every single game, whether it's one 50-yard catch or whatever. The guy is insane. And I just think Russell Wilson is playing on a whole nother level. The only the third quarterback in NFL history to start the season with six straight games of 100 or more passer rating. The only other times that's happened, Brady in 07, Aaron Rodgers in 2011, both MVPs, both Super Bowl winners. The Seahawks are, and we always talk about smart versus dumb coaches. I think we put Pete Carroll in the smart coaches category, at least for the most part. I mean, he's made a couple dumb mistakes, but his overall work is considered smart. He's in the next group after Belichick. And say say you're looking at the MVP numbers right now, and you like Russell Wilson. He's the favorite to win the MVP. Just bet the Seahawks. You get 6-1 to instead of betting the the favorite right now. So the Seahawks in the NFC. And that's just to represent them in the Super Bowl. That's not even to win the Super Bowl. Just win the NFC. Get there. Yep. Well, another point about the Seahawks as well is Schottenheimer is sort of turtling his way out of the dumb coach category. You know, turtling's a very strange verb to use there, but that's what I would call it because at any point he could. He's like prairie dogging. But I also think the Panthers are way too low at uh, twelve to one there, especially being below the Cowboys and Bears is a bit bizarre to me. But uh, I mean, I put them at four, fourth or fifth total in the NFC uh, the category. I think the Panthers are way too low. I'm not saying they're my favorite pick. My favorite pick is honestly still the 49ers, probably. Dale had the stat today, Shime. It was in the past, you know, however many years. Oh, if and two that- teams in the AFC and NFC have started 6-0, and if so, that this would be the 49ers winning this week. Yep. Those two teams have played each other in the Super Bowl. Correct. 
Yeah, I mean the, those, those, a, those history ones. I got to tell you, I don't put a lot of stock. In you those. can't. Well, you can't because every every year the league is different. And when it when it in football, it's it's so much different because it's literally any given Sunday, one game. If you play bad once, you're screwed. You lose. That's it. Oh, you're so done. and so plays great against this team. Well, who was on that team five years ago? Exactly when they played. But I I mean the 49ers, like that, though. 49ers are legit. I mean, they, but at four to one, I, I I'm just. I don't enough value. I don't hate the Panthers pick, but I think that all rests on. Aren't they going to Cam Newton? Aren't they going to so, go back so to Cam Newton? So I think that's that's what it rests on is okay, well then, if you think Cam Newton, a healthy Cam Newton, is going to exponentially increase the production of this team, then go for it. I am not one of those people. I'm not therefore, well, I will not. I, I'm make not going to. I'm not going to take the Panthers necessarily. I'm just saying I think they're too low, being the ninth spot here. If anything, I, I take the Eagles there. Um, at ten to one odds right now, below the Vikings, picks. below the Cowboys. Honestly, below the Packers is pretty insane too. They really should be fourth there. I know we're going off record and recency and all that. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the Eagles as my pick from the NFC there. If we want to flip it to the AFC now, okay. Uh, I would go Chiefs nine to one. I mean, I uh, no, that's I'm sorry, that's a Super Bowl. I, I don't actually don't. I'm sorry, I apologize. I don't have an AFC pick. I have an NFC pick and I have a Super Bowl pick. So you guys go ahead in the. So AFC. I have an AFC pick. I actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it just because I also really like it for MVP. The Ravens at ten to one right now, I think, is really, really good. Yeah. I think if this Marcus Peters edition really helps their defense at all, I think that you're going to start to see them get better and better. Lamar Jackson is playing at a ridiculous pace right now. He's on he's on pace for over twelve hundred rushing yards and still going to throw for over three thousand yards and contribute a total of over forty two touchdowns, more or less. Like, this is a ridiculous pace. He's really low on the MVP numbers, which I really like him at plus 2,500 right now, 25 to 1 for Lamar Jackson's MVP. I, If there's any team that I think can actually go into New England, too, it might be the Ravens because they've never been scared. John Harbaugh in, in, insists on this attitude of punching you in the jaw whenever you go into New England. And then complaining and so to the league when he loses. Yeah, fair, <laughs> but he has won once before. So like, I give I give Harbaugh some credit. Again, another smart coach. I, I like the Ravens at 10-1 to 1 odds in the AFC. I, I, I disagree with that a little bit because I think Marcus Peters isn't that great anymore. And I think they're deep. We, you and I talked off-air earlier about how they're just shuffling in these linebackers and putting them straight into the in starting line, lineup. They have no pass rush. benching everyone who, who was on the roster the whole year that was supposed to replace people like Terrell Suggs and C.J. Mosley. But there, there's something about the Lamar Jackson aspect. I don't think the Patriots have played against an offense like this in a while. Maybe the last time that something's close to that is the 49ers with, with Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick. Yeah, which they it. lost that game. I know seven years ago we just harped on the different teams thing. Uh, AFC winner though, as far as a team that I think is kind of low, who could who could actually potentially win the AFC, uh, I think the Colts at plus what's that? What would that be? Twenty five to one yep. odds. Yeah, I, I think they're a team that should be higher. And if I were to pick, if I were to pick a dark horse candidate from this list, I would I would definitely pick the Colts. I think um, outside, I, I think they have the best top to bottom roster on the list. So I don't I don't necessarily hate that pick, but at the same time, I don't see them if they can't win their division. I don't see them going into no, Kansas they, it's City. It's a wild winning, card, so they have to go. Into but New the thing England. is, they're winning three games. That's th- those are tough. The, the that's tough a tough games. road. Going to New England, potentially two Kansas City. Woof. That's good. Is be it tough. out of the question though for the Colts to get the two seed in the AFC? I, I guess I really, theoretically, I no. I they have the tiebreaker with the Chiefs. That means they're going to have to basically sweep the Texans in the regular season in order to do that. If it, in order to have any chance at doing that. Teasing my picks later. Uh, my AFC pick. No, uh, I don't have pick. one. But the Super Bowl, the Chiefs nine to one. So they're so they're building in there. They have to go through the Patriots. The Patriots are a huge favorite, less than two to one to win the Super Bowl right now, uh, because of the most talented, because they have Mahomes, and and because 
Uh, going into the year, I thought they were the best team in the AFC. At 9-1 to one right now, given their start, I would bet the Chiefs at 9-1 to one to get to the Super Bowl. That's my, only, my only play there would be the Chiefs. And I don't like anyone in the AFC. They're never going to the be Patriots, lower either. No, I mean, that's, this, is, this, is their, this is the best odds you will get them at the rest 100%. of the way. 100%. It's not even With close. The schedule because... coming up, they're going to win back-to-back games, and they go, oh, here comes Patrick Holmes, and win Thursday night, and you know they'll be down to 6-1 to one in, by the time we get to Thanksgiving. And if their defense even gets fractionally better, they instantly become an, the the contender we thought they were at the beginning. Tyree kills back. Sammy Watkins is going to come back. The offense will get better. Is get Hard man. I mean, this, I, at nine to one, the Chiefs stand out as uh, I don't I don't necessarily think they will win, but I like the, the I like the value at nine to one. I and, and again, we already touched on this team. I like the Seahawks at the value of twelve to one. Yeah, I really do. Coming out of the, the NFC is a total crapshoot, but with the Seahawks potential to get uh, home field advantage at least in the first game and maybe a bye, I really like them. And again, they have the MVP. I, he, he's the best player in the league right now. It's not even close. I, I just I think the twelve to one value there is really nice. Anyone for you, John? So so why I would pick the 49ers here over the Seahawks is that I have this philosophy that the dumb teams eventually, no matter how good they are, like you see it with the Cowboys, the twenty sixteen or even the, even the last couple of years when they may not have made the playoffs. No matter how talented your roster is, eventually being dumb comes back to get you. And I think that happens with the Seahawks. It almost happened in that game, or it it should have happened in the game against the Rams when. You know, third or first and ten, all you have to do is get a third down, uh, a first down, excuse me, run to Chris Carson, run to Chris Carson, absurd option play that like almost was a fumble and could have been brought the other way. Like they really should have lost that game. I don't think that that luck holds up over the entire season. I don't think Schottenheimer will learn from his mistakes because he never has as a OC for what, however many stints he had, the stint with the Jets. I don't think he learns from it. Whereas the 49ers, I think them getting to the Super Bowl, I think Shanahan learns from his mistakes as the OC of the Falcons. We are Shanna Stans here. And so so that's why I like the 49ers at, what would that be, 17 to 2 odds they are right now? Yeah, Yeah, so a little less than 8 to 1. Because I think that's going to go up too. Or I think that's gonna they're going to be. Well, they're gonna lose some games at some point. They're not going 16 to 0. They're They're going to lose some games at some point, but what if they go like 8 0? Even if they start losing game, if they if they go eight and zero and they lose say two games and end up fourteen and two, when they lose one game, how much is it going to drop? Uh, I mean, it depends on it depends on the teams around. I them. think you're getting the unfortunately you're getting the worst of the number right now because they're undefeated. Because at yep. some point they're going to lose some games, be second place in the division, and you know C- Seattle will be ahead of them at some point when it comes to the odds. I just it feels that way. But I I get your your if you're going to get better in the NFC, might as well go for the the big swing in the Super Bowl. All right, are we done, are we done with these? Any other future notes from either of you? No, no. It's, it, but it, I think it's a good exercise because you get an idea of you know what teams right now, you, you think about them now versus, say, the preseason. And before we move on to our uh, picks for Week 7, yeah. I've got one little note. We're workshopping a segment here. Last week we kind of hit on it. We're calling it, we're calling it line movers for now we were going with. Okay. Uh, last week we noticed the Seahawks line moved half a point after Tyler Lockett revealed he was a virgin. And uh, we're going to repurpose the kazoo sound effect from the retired news segment for this. Yep. That is the sound of the line moving this past Sunday morning during the, uh, around 9.30 in the morning, I noticed on Twitter. Uh, Pope Francis tweeted, today we give thanks to the Lord for our new hashtag, New Orleans Saints. Line moved about half a point in the Saints' favor after that, and uh, I believe, and they they covered. They won and covered, yeah. So that's just, you know. But you got to pay attention to those. Did he? I'm uh, looking at this tweet for the first time. He did hashtag Saints and it puts up the Saints logo. Yeah, the floor, the floor <laughs> de lis. <Lee. laughs> then you got you got people in the mentions asking him for his locks of the week. <laughs> so the Pope's a tout. Pope's a tout. He's Pope's one and zero. Pope makes the hey man. Pope makes the line move. Jesus. 
All right. Uh, I will defer to myself this week because I don't want Mutt. I don't want Mutt like pick t- uh, taking picks well, for me again this week. Well, should the one guy who went 3-0 get to go first? I think, I, yeah, I think it goes in go order of the guys who got the most have. games right. Yes. 3-3-2. Three, three, this is Mad Mutt music. All right, Mike, you can go first. I'll defer to you. Shouldn't I get to go first? I, went I, I just said out. you can go first. But you're annoyed about it. I am very Why annoyed about it. Why are you bothered it? by it? Because. I think I'm going to take one of your picks? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I say if, it's don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Give me the over in uh, Arizona, New York. Uh, I loved it. I said to him earlier, I go, this is a mutt pick. It you, has you have to. Like, it, it. It's, it's so silly. So I was looking at some of the, the, the pace numbers. So the, the Arizona Cardinals are running 11 more plays than they did a year ago per game. I saw that number, too. That's insane. They, yeah. they are still – they're down a little bit, but they're still the most no-huddle team in the NFL. We saw Thursday night what the Giants did. The Giants ran no-huddle with Daniel Jones against the Patriots. These two teams are going to throw it all over the place. Uh, I know the Giants are, are favorited. I, I didn't pick this game. I would pick Arizona plus the points if it was one of my picks. It's not one of my picks. But uh, until further notice, I am betting Arizona overs. I told this to Mark James last night. I told this to my wife when this game went way over. I said, honey, we are going to put an addition on our house thanks to uh, you know the coaching staff there, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. Give me the over-heavy Arizona, New York. Until further notice, the gospel has been written according to Mike Matnansky that the Arizona Cardinals shall have their over smashed every single week. It's about 50 right now. It's 50 points. 50 and a half. uh, half. I love it. I'm a big fan. I told you ahead of time. I go, that has Mutt written all over it. I love that pick as well. You might see it coming up later. But that's beside the point. You had a parlay pick. You get to go next. Yes. Anderson goes last. And I, I'm actually going to stick in Always. the same game because I'm going to take on, Arizona wait, 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 and the Bulls. I feel like I'm being teamed. I feel like I'm being teamed up. Can on you let here. the guy make a pick? Well, not if we're going to insult me and then. Okay. I fine, literally fine. said to you three, three, two. You I go hit, second. You hit. He had his parlay. I was three and one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're picking extra picks, and then you get, and then you say you, you want more You could have done a parlay too if you no, wanted well, to. The segment is we pick three games. All right, John. And you're picking you know more Fine. than three go games. Ahead. Go ahead, no, John. Go ahead. All right. go ahead. I'll defer to you. <laughs> get, Arizona is currently uh, getting three points. Yep. In New York, give me the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are finally starting to get their offense together. Like we said, they're scoring a ridiculous amount of points, and the Giants' defense is awful. They are so bad. I expect Kyler Murray to throw for like 400 yards this week. This could be like his signature rookie performance. Uh, and I think Arizona, I mean, getting the three points is just, that's easy money. Give me Arizona. All right, for my next pick, I'm going straight back to it. And I was telling you, I was saying this to you earlier. I preface everything I say you on the podcast stop, you have by, to saying, stop saying, by saying I we said have this to you earlier. We a limited time today. Our, it went too long last week, we, and the power is going to go out. So let's, let's speed okay, up here. Well, let, okay, well, let me finish, please. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan <laughs> Boing. does not like the fact that Sean McVay got a head coaching job ahead of them. This this comes from Adam Lefko, who used to do a show with Chris Sims. That tells me that came from Chris Sims. Chris Sims to Kyle Shanahan is Mike Lombardi to Bill Belichick. So extremely unreliable. And I don't know if anybody heard uh, Kyle Shanahan the last two days talking about the Redskins when he said every part about working there was unenjoyable, and now I get to watch other people have to deal with what I dealt with. Except with working with his dad. This line is 9.5, and and honestly, that's a little low. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to score 90.5 on the Redskins, and I think he's going to blow them out and not hold anything back, and he's just going to keep pounding them. He's going to be shooting bullets into dead bodies. He's like Joker. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh, Give me the 49ers. Minus 9.5 at the Washington Redskins. Oh, don't let me do it, Shine. 
college fund lock of the week. He's going for a back to two and zero college on college fund picks so far this season. Not your next pick. There's de- I don't know if the McShea thing factors in, but there's definitely a, he hates the Redskins factor. That, that is a thousand percent in play. Oh, oh our wait. light just wait. Power We're back in the building. Smokes. Smokes. fortune. How about that? Uh, I hear the air conditioning. I'm going to go right back to old reliable. It's getting hot in here, by the way. Seattle's hosting Baltimore. Uh, both teams want to run the ball. Both teams' defenses want you to throw the ball against them. And I love Lamar Jackson, and I liked your point about him and the Ravens earlier. But I want to see him prove it on the road, have to throw the football to win. Pete Carroll is not going to allow Lamar Jackson to run all over them. It's the Seahawks at home laying three points. It should be four, should be four and a half. You're getting value here. Give me the Seahawks at home minus three against the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm gonna, I am gonna. I went to it last week, uh, but this one is a, it's a different setup in that they are in better position of the Seahawks to throw against the Ravens than the Ravens are against the Seahawks. And I don't care about Marcus Peters. He's not as good as Jalen Ramsey anyway. Uh, Seahawks minus three home against the Ravens. Sean? Uh, my next pick, I'm going to go back to a team that Mutt kind of criticized me for going with last oh week. Uh, I have now bet against the Vikings two weeks in a row, and it hasn't paid off. Well, I'm going to do it again because I, I the Lions were a we good football team. We learned from our mistakes on this podcast. They kind of got hosed in that Green Bay game, at least of having an opportunity to win that football game. Um, and, and so, you know, anybody who bet that Lions money line kind of got hosed a little bit. And they're actually getting two points at home against Minnesota this week. I think the Lions' run defense is very good. Uh, It's their pass defense that's lacking. So if Kirk Cousins is going to want to throw all over the yard again, this could be a much more difficult game. But they're going to stop Dalvin Cook in the backfield. They're going to force Kirk Cousins to make a play. I don't know how long Kirk Cousins can keep that up, though, and be as efficient as he's been. Uh, So And I just I like the way the Lions are playing football right now. Their coach may not be the smartest guy, but overall, the team as a whole is playing good football. I trust Matthew Stafford more so than a lot of other quarterbacks. So I'm going to take the Lions getting to at home against the Vikings. Don't hate it. Anderson? Now, I don't know if there are odds out for uh, for assistant coach of the year. Daryl Bevel's got to be up there right now, OC of the Lions. 100%. If they make the playoffs, it's a very, very popular it. reward. Yeah. I mean, people are always talking about that. Yeah, people are always betting it as well. Yeah, so coach, I have yeah. a future on it right now. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Uh, for my next something pick, something Shanahan related, yeah, Shanahan. Uh, I was got. I like Seattle as well. I won't pick that. I'll respect the pick by Mutt. Uh, Indy minus one at home against the Texans. This this is a classic uh, gospel. One of our early gospel picks here, Sharp as well. And that is that is Bill O'Brien playing against a uh, smart offensive coordinator. Yep. And this is only this is only one point. That's that that's basic. That's a pick 'em, right? Essentially, because I mean you can push on it. I know how it works, but. Yeah. Minus one. No, they, they tie in overtime, how, like, you lose. Yeah. Well, how, how tire, often, tire loss and right. you lose. How often do teams do games end with a one-point win? Like, it doesn't happen a lot. Uh, I'm sure you can look it up. Rams Seahawks, didn't I've, it just happen like two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, At the buzzer, yeah. Whatever. Okay. See, this is what I mean by ganging up on me. Yeah. Okay. Just, like, you land the point. That's fine. If you guys want Perfect. Mutt to host, that's fine. Andy minus one. Go ahead, Mutt. And, Andy, hold on. i got to get a clean cut of it for oh, next God. week. <clears throat> Colts minus one at home against the Texans. I like that. Good. Now you can have that for the sound. Really growly. I like when that. it loses, you can have that ready to go. Perfect. Uh, I did not have a strong opinion on my third pick, and I just kept, I kept coming back to it. At some point, doesn't the Teddy Bridgewater rocket just like come back down to earth? Okay, good. Is it a I was actually I, this was actually my next pick, so I need to, I need to hear what you have to say about this. So I, they're coming off a bye. Uh, I think Matt Nagy's one of the smart coaches. Will you put him in smart coach or dumb coach? He's from the Reed tree. A lot of people think he's overrated. I really don't think he is because I, I think Mitch Trubisky's just really bad. He does really cool yeah. things offensively. He puts 
Uh, Tariq Cohen in motion. They have the other. Who's the other slot receiver there? I can't think of his name. Taylor Gabriel. Yeah, uh, Taylor Gabriel. They do a lot of misdirection stuff with him. Uh, Allen Robinson's had a great year so far this year. And the Saints are due. They're on the road coming off a win against Jacksonville. Give me the Bears minus three against New Orleans. So I regret us not talking about the Saints last week because they were, again, getting points in Jacksonville. And now they're getting points in Chicago. And there's a reason that Vegas has the Saints as the second favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Because I think just top to bottom, the Saints are a good football team. Marshawn Lattimore might be playing the best cornerback other than Stephon Gilmore in the league right now. And he's going kind of under the radar. He has shut down Amari Cooper. He's done so well so far this year. I think he's going to shut down Allen Robinson and force Matt Nagy to look elsewhere. And the rest of his supporting cast hasn't done great this year. Um, and I just think I I don't think the Bears' offense is good enough even to beat the Saints scoring thirteen points. Now what so if Alvin Kamara think, doesn't Yeah, play. that's the other thing. So Lattimore in this game I don't think is important as uh, against the teams you mentioned because they don't have an aerial pa- an aerial passing attack. They're not going to move it vertically downfield. They have that horizontal Andy Reid West Coast passing game. And Alvin Kamara is at this point Thursday afternoon. I don't know, 50-50 at best yeah, to play. Something so you like have that. Latavius Murray and uh, some other street free agents they signed there though. with Teddy Bridgewater. But if they do what the Raiders did to the Bears, I think the Saints are very capable of replicating what the Raiders did, probably to a better degree. They probably won't yeah. lose the lead like the Raiders did if they were to get out to that lead. And I think I think them, I, I can see Teddy Bridgewater just throwing the ball to Michael Thomas every single play this game because I don't see how you stop this guy. This guy, every single week, he gets open good. and he has yet to drop the football this year. Every time that ball hits his hands, he catches it. I, I, I just don't see how the Saints lose in, and then it even lose by more than three. So getting three points, I think, it's, I think it's a slam dunk. Give me the Saints. All right, we're heads up. I like that. All right, my last pick here. And I might want to revisit my preseason MVP uh, pick briefly, which was Matt Ryan. Because if the Falcons make the playoffs, which is going to be hard to do if they don't fire Dan Quinn right now, because they'll probably just lose every game before they fire him, and then they'll be 1-7, and seven, and you know that doesn't really help us. I think he can win MVP if they make the playoffs. Whatever. Far-fetched. Uh, I, like the, I like the Falcons plus three at home against the Rams. Matt Ryan at home really? is almost to wow. Jared Goff on the road. We're like, Matt Ryan is as good at home as Jared Goff is yeah. bad on the road. Does Fair. that make sense? Yes. 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 Jared Goff also bad at home now, too. Because yeah, he's just bad in general. <laughs> he doesn't have an offensive line. We might have to, like, betting against Jared Goff might turn into a thing this year. Um, their offensive the line is horrible. They traded for an outcast center. Cue the offensive line music that we don't have yet. Outcast center from the Browns who, uh, I, I forget his name. Oh, Austin Corbett, who is I guess is going to start for them now. John Sullivan's playing garbage. Their O-line is garbage. Jared Goff can't do anything. He's constantly under pressure. Now, the Falcons' defense is really bad, but that's a bad O-line, and the Falcons have a couple guys that can get to the QB. Now, Matt Ryan is playing phenomenal football right now. They're 1-6, and just like last year, everyone is assuming that because they're 1-6, because they're off to a bad start, they have a bad record, whatever, that Matt Ryan's playing poorly. Matt Ryan last year replicated his MVP numbers, except his yards per attempt was down, probably because his O-line sucked. This year, I would assume his yards per attempt is down again. O-line sucks again. Defense bad again. Uh, I think this is going to be a shootout, but Atlanta plus three, I like those. I like that at home for them. So give isn't, me the Falcons plus three against the Isn't Rams. Ryan on pace to have more yards than Peyton Manning had? He, he is on he's pace set, to break the, the record, record for yardage. That's ridiculous. Insane. For a one-in-five team, that's absurd. Well, they get in shootouts, like John said. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the over in that game. I'm not sure I love the Falcons, but, I mean, the, the golf splits home road are pretty obscene yeah. mm-hmm. so far this year. And really in his career. Though, see, the problem is it's like, 
if Matt Ryan and Julio Jones single-handedly win them a game. Also, I'm not LA Rams. They're so yes, they trade for Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. They trade Marcus Julio Peters. Jones. So so they can he can cover Julio Jones. Sure can. Who covers Austin Hooper on that defense right now? They lost John Johnson, the safety. He's not playing. Aqib Talib to IR. I guess Troy Hill's been playing well when he's in. Not that I'm, you know, grinding Troy Hill tape or anything, <laughs> but I've 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 seen the word out Sounds there. Like you are I like that. I don't think there's enough people on that defense to cover uh, the Falcons' offense. If Matt Ryan wins some games on his own, Dan Quinn's not going to get fired, which sucks because then they're going to lose games down the line because of Dan Quinn, and they have a very winnable schedule for the rest of the season. They have a lot of winnable games, especially like the last like six or so of the season. Um, yeah, that's my little rant on that. So, oh yeah, so th- those were our picks there. Um, I got a little parlay parte for okay, you. Okay, yeah, Hold go on. ahead. I got to throw this in here. I, I I retired from best bets. Yeah, I know you did, but well, I've got a no, nice. You, little... didn't. you have a college fund, pet. Yeah, but that's not a best thing. bet. Call that's thing. that's a step above best bet. Okay, gotcha. I do I do that. I don't okay. do. It's as big of a lot. I go for gold, not okay, silver. So, gotcha. All right. So so my I got a little parlay parte for you this week. Uh, I love Arizona getting the points and the over, and then you tack on. Detroit getting two at home, six to one odds. It's plus six hundred. I I like that. I just I think the Arizona game. I think at plus three and the over is just it's you have to hit that at this point. And then I, I really like Detroit at home getting points. Uh, I I'm all in on this parlay, man. I just I this is my best bet. Like this is where like you can easily make cool couple. Hundred bucks if you so choose. Is this the parlay you're giving on Dale and Keep? Or is that a separate? Nope. This is that's no. That's okay. the wrong one. This is the one that hits. Yeah, yeah this right. is the one that hits. That's okay. Yeah. Save, save that for the premium subscribers. Absolutely. I went two and podcast. two last week actually on Dale and Keith. There you go. Well, that's losing. Congratulations. Yeah. Do we you. do we know if when this podcast goes out, the new uh, graphic is up? Is that done? Um, so I'm not uh, sure. where are we? Where are you on that? So the last time I heard, they were trying. They have the graphic done, but yeah. they want to put like one of those transparent ish weis. On it, that I don't know Monday how long that Tuesday. takes. Yeah, how hard can that be? I I don't know. Well, Monday was a holiday, quote unquote. Not um, here it was it was it? Was it a corporate holiday? Did we uh, get a comp not, day not for, for that? not for on air people. We well, were yeah, here. We're, we have no, to we be get here a comp every day. Every day. Excellent. Uh, yeah, there you go. Comp day. <laughs> I, I'm swinging that. my weight around for you there, Mutt. Good. I my weight, you know, my weight is pretty heavy. So because I like the description of it, the maiden voyage last week, but I want that. I want the new image. I do too. I like the new image. I've been. I have been checking the channel. Every day this week, I can't. Have, I can't it. have Lou Maloney's face on there anymore. No, uh, we were also told um, that we need a picture per per Rich Keefe of the Dale and Keefe program in the hashtag Dork Podcast. Yeah, that we need a picture of me rolling around in money like Scrooge McDuck on there. Okay, so I'm month, fine with that. Is like when, a, when my college fund hits this week, we can do that. All right, I'll have plenty Just of money go to, to the go banking around. with a couple hundreds and ask for one dollar bills. We I'll throw dollar bills at him, won't you? I mean, only if your shirt comes off. I'll just... Glenn has to do it too. We should be creating like uh, John. We're not trying to get blood flowing. Memes, memes of shining money when teams win. And what I what, here's what I would like to see happen. I mean, my only request for the audience today, uh, besides subscribing and leaving a five star review, please. If you are if you're winning tickets, send them to the payday. Pod. Oh, we'll retweet them. I, I want to see positive energy. Hell, yeah. I want to see winning tickets. I want to see no bad beats. I want to see winners, winners, and more winners. Shime's in charge of that. He'll retweet them all. Everything. If you took our advice and won, you tell us. If you took our advice and lost, rub it in our faces. Absolutely. At the payday pod. And follow and, and send in your winners on Saturday. And Saturdays here's the thing about rating us five stars. If you rate me five stars, you can burn me as much as you want. Just give us five stars first. That's all I ask. We don't care if you shit on us. Just make it five, five stars. stars worthy. Just subscribe. So we're asking me check them checking the uh the page as we talk right now, the channel. No. Not now now Shime, quickly, while Mutt does that. This is a community. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are many podcasts in this. There community. are actually. There's a. There's a lot of them. This is not the only one 
that you can listen to. No, I'm actually wearing a T-shirt that says one right now. It's called the uh, Five Out Podcast. Five Out nice. Podcast. Another yep. one is the Lucy and Elaine Show. And we also have the Bradfoe Show. And the Hashtag Dork Podcast. As well as the Skate Pod. And that's it. There are none other. Screw you, Andy Hart and Ryan Hannibal. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's a very good list of podcasts. Until, until, until I, I am credited, list. their names will not be uttered on this podcast. Perfect. Also, you said Mark James earlier. We don't say that name either. <laughs> Mark James is going to be a guest on this podcast. No, he soon. is not. <laughs> he has picks. <laughs> over, yes, he is. Over the summer. Oh, he, he I is vowed to him. He, oh, I vowed to Mark him. Here. I vowed to him on the air. I said, I will never do a podcast with you. Because Fitzy had joked okay, about well, I don't uh, think... him and I doing a podcast. Well, that's fine. You can be out. Me and Muddle come in. For a week, can we have Anderson stay out of it? Absolutely. No, this is my podcast. Well, we're actually going to We're actually going to have. Not that we're beating up on you and ganging up, but it is a democracy. I vote for James for a week. I vote for James for a week. That's two fine. I get two votes. I'm in this chair. About that, but make sure to tune in too. So, like Mud said, make sure you're subscribed. Wow, if I could talk, that make sure you what? Make sure you're subscribed to this channel because the beginning of next week, you might even get some extra special content that isn't even football related. We might be branching oh, out a little bit. And, free content. and in two weeks, uh, the week of Halloween, you're definitely getting bonus coverage because I'll be doing my Breeders' Cup podcast Absolutely. on this channel. Guarantee special guests with picks, that. picks so, for every Breeders' Cup race. So on make Saturday. sure you are subscribed to this channel. So that you can get every single episode we need. <laughs> I'll leave that in. You gotta leave that. In. Leave that. In. <laughs> that was too good. Left your backpack at home. I think I did. I I didn't bring it in the gym. As far as I can tell. I left my uh, breakfast sandwich at home today. <laughs> it's weird. I made it halfway and came back for it though. Oh, did you? Made it halfway to work, wow. yeah. Which was actually bad. It was rough out there today. No one went to work today, and it was the traffic was worse somehow. We're just doing conference and Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's a couple of years. No, or may, the value might not be there for any of them. You're in someone's case. Thanks, buddy. Hey, you're welcome. Oh, God. We sang without you today. Oh, that's okay. We were waiting. <laughs> yeah, I did. You disappointed? What's that? I said you disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> I had to get some uh, some tunage out of me. I know you're not a huge fan of my singing. No, I just if you're gonna do karaoke, just do it. Don't <laughs> I just go go full bore with it. Don't do the the half ass karaoke. I'm I, not, I don't, there are some songs you do. The, the Backstreet Boys was sad. Like just just go. Just go go. You play the, the music. No, the so Backstreet loud. Boys one was great, and you know why? It's because I we didn't plan on doing the the outro thing where he sang it as we walk as the show ended, and he nailed because at the end of that song they sort of like delay and they don't um they don't completely like do it like the normal way. You know, at the end of the song when they there's like a the, it hits it delays and then the vocals come in and you nailed the delay. Yeah, but the music was so high. During that, it yeah, we drowned you out. After just after that one, we realized we need the karaoke versions. Yeah, don't don't be scared. Yeah, don't, don't that be was scared. Just go. Oh, I'm never scared. Go don't worry. It. Half the time, my issue is is that Keith is trying to say something to me, and he says something funny in the middle of me singing, He's and kind of I just lose it. Yeah. yeah, like if I if he had just let me uh, sing my Dean Summerwind song, "Parked Out by the Lake," we would have been great. But you know, he hated it that. Has much. Has Dale agreed to do it yet? Uh, we're trying to convince him. He says no way in hell, but we're we're attempting. We're efforting. That's, that's a bad job by you guys. That's all. That's really that's really all you have to do. I mean, because at some point it's going to get repetitive with Shime doing it every week. Oh no, I, I have determined that in the next two weeks we have to have to quartet, all four of us. 
Oh, the entire in show? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I Barbershop respect that. quartet. Yep, yeah. barbershop quartet style. Acapella. There should be some sort of go- go- I mean, last day of the fall book. Dale should, te- should tease us forward. hundred <laughs> percent. Dale should do karaoke. Especially the last because day of the fall I have book. a song in in line that everybody knows, everybody loves, and it's just a fun song for everybody to sing. I believe that you sing a lot of fun songs. I'm not knocking your I song choice. That. I'm just saying, stop being such a puss with the uh, okay. The music. You know what? Just go for it. You know what? I'll just send it next time. Just say, well, you send it most of the time, but That's that true. one that one bothered me. Okay. We played I, it on our show, so I must have liked it at some <laughs> level. I had a legendary karaoke moment in Cancun in 2016. We'll save it. Yeah, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that'll that'll be a whole episode. When does this one on start? Three, two, one. Well, we have to do the intro. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot John's intro. Let me get out. Let me get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, Go yeah, ahead, John. Getting territorial, Mark. Yeah, I, oh, I can tell. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs>